This week, we discovered that Siren 6 actually had seven sirens. Stay tuned. Welcome to On the Upbeat. I'm Matt. And I'm Tara. Tara? Tara? Han from Half Past Two is here. Yay! Yay! But tonight I'm Tara Han from On the Upbeat. So. Oh yes, yes. I do. <laughs> I do think people actually considered you consider you like a host or like somehow a part of this show. And I mean, like, I am somehow a part of this. I mean, if if everybody has been like following along with On the Upbeat over the years, I am somehow a part of this. True. But lately, I have not been. I have taken a break. I feel like from my On the Upbeat uh appearances but you know i don't want anyone to get sick of me so (laughs) i don't think anyone did i don't think anyone legitimately ever complained uh when you were on a bunch through you know 2020 and 21 only unlegitimately complained well (laughs) mostly to make fun in like in a make fun of matt way sort of like Hey, why do you like, uh, you know, it's like surprising Matt's talking about half past two. Ah, uh, we're friends. Come on. It's yeah. our scene. This is what it's it true. is. It is true. Like people are just jealous. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so here's the thing. Right as we sit here, right as Tara and I are talking right now, uh, we don't know how this episode's going to go. And cause as we're recording this, um, we're supposed to have guests. Uh, we were supposed to have members from um, Stop the Presses. And um, we had to start recording because I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, and they have not. It's a ar- choose your own adventure today. Yes. So, so. It, so they may eventually show up as we're talking, as we get through Ska News and stuff like that. Uh, hopefully, they will be able to join us. And, uh, or this is. Hopefully, hopefully they're all safe. Hopefully, that's not like anything. Oh, of bad. course. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. but if for whatever reason they can't be here, Tara and I will make up an entire episode. Like I said, it's been a while since I've been here, so it's true. Like, we got we have stuff we could talk about. Yeah, know? it's just we can't talk about anything we text about. So um. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe some of the stuff we text about, but not all of it. Not yeah. all of it. Not all of it. That's proprietary information. That's. <laughs> Yep. Uh, actually, we'll, we'll just make that bonus content, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you have to pay to find out. <laughs> if I write a song about it, we can talk about it. Oh, it's true. It's true. It makes it fair. <laughs> somehow it makes it fair game. All right, so yeah. Tara, how is life? What do you have going on right now, and how are things going for you? Uh, everything's good. You know, the band's doing good, and um, you know, we're just like. We had our own little rough patch, I'm not going to lie, and we're kind of, like, coming back from that. So, it's all good, you know? Um, we got some new horn players in, our, in my band, and they're amazing. They call themselves the Brass Boys. But I call them Ed, Max, and Luis, and they're amazing. But um, besides that, I've been going to quite a few ska shows in the area, which is amazing and fun, because for a long time, there wasn't a lot going on, obviously. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, just a lot of like cool acts coming through, lots of stuff in the future happening, and that's that's what's up. That's what's going on. 
can you tell us, um, since this may be the only time we have to talk about uh, some Half Past Two stuff, what do you guys got any shows coming up in the near future? We do. We do. I mean, this next, this coming Saturday, we're playing all the way out in Lancaster uh, at the Cedar Center. It's like a free ska show with The Odd Advantage, which you had on the show very recently. And um, Captain Smooth Talk and the Busted Uglies. Um, I'm not too familiar with the Busted Uglies, but I do know the other two bands. And uh, it's all ages. It's free. But the biggie for us um, I'm not saying it because I'm the promoter or anything, right. but uh, In Defense of Ska Tour is coming through Orange County and us, Half Past Two, and our buddies Noise Complaint are the support on that tour. It's Mustard Plug, Omegon, and Buck09, plus Half Past Two and Noise Complaint. It's on 9-11, Sunday 9-11, Tickets are on sale. So, I mean, like, you really don't want to miss that show. I think it's going to be pretty special. Yes, uh, for sure. I'm going to be at that show. Uh, but if you're anywhere along the uh, West Coast uh, in early September, you should definitely check out the In Defense of Ska tour. Uh, just go to, you know, In Defense of Ska uh, Instagram, and you can find out all the information there. They'll have links. They're starting in San Diego, and then they're going, like, a really kind of crazy way. Yes. It's like San Diego, <laughs> Las Vegas. Then they're going, like, over to Arizona, back to the yes. West Coast, back to Garden Grove, where we're playing, and then back up the coast toward, like, Sacramento, San Francisco, San Jose, all those all those things. So, awesome. Well, I yeah. do have word from our guests that they were just running late, uh, they just got home. They're going to sign on um, pretty much, hopefully, in a second. And uh, so, yes, hopefully Stop the Presses will be here. And uh, yay, Stop the Presses. Yay! I'm stop the Presses. Stop the Presses is coming. <laughs> uh, too easy. Too easy. Um, all right. That was a very Matt-style yes. um, joke. All right. You know, since, uh, you know, since we got a lot of show to get to, let's get to some Scott news. Here we go. Yes, Ska News, where we tell you about all the cool things happening in the Ska community, or at least that we can fit into in a 10-minute segment. All right, Stop the Presses is here now! Yay! Huzzah! Huzzah! Yay! Danny and Allie uh, have arrived um, and are here. Danny and Allie, how are things going? Going great. How are you guys doing? Good. I know it's awkward because we were just talking for like five minutes, and so yeah. now we pretend like we're just now starting talking. But, <laughs> yeah. but you know, edit. All yeah. good. Uh, how, <laughs> how, how how has your weekend been? How is your uh, early part of your week going so far? How are things? Our our weekend was was a lot of fun. We did. Um, oh, that's right. We did our ABBA set. Uh, yesterday, do you guys say ABBA or ABBA? I say ABBA. I say ABBA. But ABBA. Okay. Right. Maybe it's regional. I feel like uh, everybody's oh, it, different. It, it's most yeah. I can guarantee because my wife, is, who is from Philadelphia, says Abba. Abba. How do you Abba. say eggs? How do you say eggs? Eggs. 
Do you say eggs or do you say eggs? eggs? Yeah. Eggs. <laughs> I, I feel like the people on the East Coast always say eggs, like eggs. Yeah. But like I say, like eggs. That was one of the things that somebody pointed out to <laughs> one time. I don't know. Yeah. I'm the wrong person to ask about any of those because vowels are very <laughs> different to me uh, <laughs> because of growing up Latin. Yeah. Yeah. Had to ask, though. Had to ask Allie, at least. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we're glad you're here. And, of course, we're going to talk more. Um, so, wait. Hold on. Let's backtrack because you mentioned this opposite. And I, so, what is Oh, the, yeah. Like, wait. Uh, I, I really want I'm really interested because I know you guys do, like, like you do stuff as a band to stop the presses. But you yeah. also play parties <laughs> and whatnot, too. Like, yeah, so was, yeah. was this, yeah. like, a request or something? Um, no. no, yeah, we we it's a community outreach thing. Uh, okay. The ABBA thing is a community outreach thing. So this is a great little concert series here in New York. I, sh- I shouldn't diminish it. It's honestly huge and it's great. Yeah. It's called Rock and Roll Playhouse. And they uh, get, you know, bands, bands, like real, you know, working professional bands to come in and do concerts for like toddlers to like eight, nine, ten years oh, old. Awesome. Um, and it's like a big like playtime. Uh, there's like activities during certain songs that they like they work with you. They're like um, and they're all kind of themed. There's a David Bowie one. There's a Beatles one. There's a we asked to do the Bob Marley, but like friends of ours were doing it. So it's like, all right, all right, fine. They, yeah, it's, they, a they, it's a great band. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm like not, a, I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to touch it. Like <laughs> but we as songwriters, Ali and I both share a love for ABBA a lot um and it seemed like the logical thing to do and it's a lot of like it's abba's like a a really big example of something actually that we try to do in our music is that we want you to like always bop along and like but somewhere in the middle of it we kind of want you to think like wait a minute what yeah. Like, you know, and like, Papa does all this really cool stuff that you don't realize that they're like eating beats or adding beats or they'll use like fun substitutions yeah. um, that just are like really quirky. But you got to stop to listen to it. If not, you could just keep dancing and miss it. Yeah. Uh, and Ali and I are on that journey. Yeah, awesome. it was like a lot of my students, too. Like um, I did the Beatles one. I filled in uh, with Adam Roberts, who's like the one who like uh, books. They also have it in Philly. Um, I think it's an East Coast thing right now. Uh, but yeah, Rock and Roll Playhouse, uh, it's really good for kids and stuff like that. Um, I, you know, I teach piano lessons and voice lessons and stuff like that to kids. And um, a lot of my students, like it was around the year that like Mamma Mia 2 came out, you know, so right. was that a couple years ago now? To, a, a year ago, I guess. And um, when that. we were doing it before the pandemic. Oh, yeah, true. Well, I don't know. You, you know, as kids, Tara, you have kids, right? You have yeah, kids. yeah, yeah. Um, Matt, yeah that's you- why I'm like, I like this. This is so cool. I wish we <laughs> yeah, had Yeah, so, so you know what I mean? So, like, they're, like, whatever. Kids, like, go into phases. They're, like, into, like, whatever movie it is. Like, especially that age sure. group. And, yeah, like, a lot of my kids were like, oh, can I play Awa? And so when he was asking, you know, hey, your band should do one. Um, and it was like, yeah, what do kids like, you know? And so, uh, we came up with that one, but yeah, learning the music was, was kind of tricky. So anyway, so we do that once in a while. It's our, it's our way of giving back, you know, yeah, we're yeah. giving back to the youth, we're giving back to the kids. It's also and- great because it, I like, like that. It, it like Loki indoctrinates kids into live music <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, from a very young age. Uh, so like it teaches, it kind of halfway also teaches like, uh concert etiquette like you know how to dance along and when to clap and then they even do the whole thing of they're like oh you know the band is done but like maybe if we make a lot of noise they'll come back out and like maybe they'll play more songs so, so what's up does anybody want to hear one more song and then what up? 
Oh, encores! The yeah, intro to encores. We got an encore yesterday. Yeah, very nice. at, you know, one in the afternoon. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay. I mean, I was gonna go take a nap, but you know, that's all. Hey, awesome. you know what? Like, I think a lot of like older, fitly, you know, people want to see more matinees. Period. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you shouldn't. You shouldn't knock the one p.m. encore. Okay. Yeah, I, like, I can. Right? De- I can definitely tell you. Uh, sometimes these ska shows that are going to like midnight or later, I'm like. <laughs> could could well, we have started this like two or something like that? Eric been... Morgan went on at eleven p.m. and I was like, shoot, like I am ready. I'm really tired, but I'm down. <laughs> this is the king of ska right now, yeah. so I'm doing this. But yeah, <laughs> I get it. But that was so cool. I wish. Well, West Coast, whoever is listening right now, let's get on. <laughs> let's get on the train. I'm yeah. into this. Yeah, Tara already has enough to do in her life. Someone else needs to take over this great idea. What? Well, I like the idea, and I'm re- I'm ready to participate. But yeah, I, like I don't know, maybe I will take it on. Just I, I'm if I if I know you, if you get like one other person behind you, I know you'll be like, okay, we're going. <laughs> I'm leading the charge. Um, There's 24 hours in a day, so that's you know. true. Just... 24 <laughs> things. All right, so we are smack dab in the middle of ska news. So I'm not going to play the intro, but again, we're here in ska news. Uh, just remember the intro, because it happened. All right, so first up in Ska News, we have the the Duelers. Uh, they are a uh, band from Southeast England. They're a Ska reggae band. Uh, on August 12th, they put out a new album called Voices from the Sun. And um, I wanted to play a track from that album. Uh, this is a song called Johnny Dangerous. I've been listening to this band for off and on. Like, you know, they don't make a huge rotation. You know, they don't show up on my playlist a lot, but they're definitely one of the bands that I really discovered that really sort of like had me start to like more traditional sounding ska because I've always been a ska punk guy. But they are definitely one of the bands uh, that sort of like pulled me into, uh, you know, more traditional um, ska. And uh, I like it. So uh, check out that album. Uh, so it's uh, The Duelers, um, Voices from the Sun, just released recently. So yeah, check that out. Uh, Tara, do you have anything you want to tell us about? 
Oh, yeah. On August 15th, Scottoo Network released their cover of Tom Petty's Running Down a Dream. Let's take a listen to the clip. That is a, yeah. su- such a good song. Yeah, you know, I was going to say one of the things I hate about Jer is that whenever <laughs> they pick a song, I'm like, why didn't I think of this? Like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. You know, well, I'm just joking. I don't hate Jer at all. Like, not even <laughs> a little bit. I just, Half Past Two is no stranger to, like, doing the ska cover. And, like, I just... Sometimes I'm just like, yeah, why? Wh- where were we? Like yeah. that makes so much sense. I it's a know. good original like song, it. and it's it made a good ska cover. Yeah, it did. Um, it's awesome. You're you're not gonna like win on that one because Tom Petty is from Gainesville, um, and we <laughs> yeah. as Floridians like get way more Tom Petty than the rest of of like the country. <laughs> We've come to find out after leaving. So like that's that's. It's gonna be hard to get a uh, get your hands on like a Florida artist before Jer does. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Real Big Fish has done Tom Petty and stuff too, so it's like it's not like that it hasn't crossed my mind. And there have been some times where I've asked my bandmates, like, "Hey, what about this? Like, com- I would really like to do this song." And they, you know, but the li- the list is so long, and like in a ska band, you're literally competing with. <laughs> nine other people's ideas <laughs> and every practice every time you're with somebody they're like wouldn't it be cool to do this song and we're just lately we were like we're not gonna do covers for a while because this is too much because it's, <laughs> it's fun it's fun to take a song that's not ska and make it ska i don't know why it just is so but yeah so that was my ska news <laughs> all right uh next up we have uh eichlers they dropped a new song called okay commuter Check out a clip right now. Here we go. I just need another life 
That's uh, definitely a song that uh, will get you moving. Starts starts heavy and keeps going. Uh, Aww. And that uh, and that is uh, okay. Com- com- I keep wanting to say okay, computer, because of that. Uh, the radio the radiohead song, song. <laughs> and uh, and i and I, every time i even look at the title i think okay computer okay i'm computer. sure that was intentional oh of course it was <laughs> i i definitely discovered with eichler's that nothing is not intentional so um much thought goes into hyperska yes that's for sure and uh so that song is streaming everywhere now it dropped on august 16th but it's everywhere so go listen to it wherever you stream music and uh, yeah, check that out. All right, so and uh, that's Scar News. I know I do feel like I need some sort of musical outro to the segment. Scar News. I'm gonna isolate that, and now that's gonna <laughs> become the, the the ending. All right, so uh, Danny and Allie, I had to go back and listen to the last time you all were on, which was almost nearly two years ago. I, it was uh, I think it was October of 2020. And, um, and I, to figure out if I'd asked if we had discussed this before, and uh, and I we didn't. Uh, so how did each of you get into ska? Not so much how did the band get started, but as individual people, how did you get into ska music? Um, I, it's so funny because I I always feel like I'm gonna. I'm, I'm going to give you the answer that everybody's waiting for me to give you, which is that I was in marching band in high school between <laughs> the years of 2001 and 2004. Um, I was a nerd in high school. <laughs> and it was like that just like progression of going from punk to punk with horns right. and then um, working my way backwards and realizing that it's like much deeper and much cooler than I thought it was. And then getting all the way back to the beginning and realizing that there was a ton of Cubans in Jamaica playing horns in the original Jamaican uh, ska bands. And it was like a weird way to come all the way home uh, for me uh, when I started to like really, really deep dive into into uh, Jamaican ska. But yeah, just that um, we all like were you know, punk kids going to punk shows and then like, we learned how to read music and it was like, Oh wait, there's more. And then, um, and then it just kept growing. Yeah. Awesome. Ellie, how about you? Um, yeah, just being a nineties kid, two thousands kid and like ska, um, being kind of mainstream at the time kind of got me into it. And through, um, high school, you know, bands like catch 22 would tour mustard plug would tour through there. Um, real big fish, you know, and I always liked the music. Um, like Danny, I would I went to an art school. You know, I studied uh, piano, classical piano, and then I like I also um, I was in like jazz band and stuff like that. Um, and I was in bands. I think I was like in a screamo band and stuff. I don't know. So long ago, like who can even... I can't even see that. Oh wow. my gosh, that's awesome though. Oh my god, yeah. I actually just found like my uh, from junior year. I guess like because of the piano department, like we had these uh, kind of like little yearbook things, like for the because we you know we played concerts. You know, I like I you know I played really I played and stuff. Um, but yeah, it even said on there that like. Uh, 
basically was doing the same thing back then that I'm doing now. It was like <laughs> the things that I liked doing was going to concerts, um, you know, going to the beach and stuff like that, playing with friends and and uh, playing in her band. And I was like, what? I don't even remember what band I was in, but I think it was a screamo band. Wow. <laughs> Completely off. Awesome. any? If you have any pictures of that or videos, yes. like I, you know, honestly, I don't because, like, I, I don't know, I don't have that many photos from that time. I, I guess so just like, darn. Oh. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, no, I always loved ska. Like I said, I, I, I saw so many less than J, like just all of the, you know, bands that just came through. Mad Caddies. That I was like, I had a moment with Mad Caddies. Also because of all the piano in it and stuff. It's got all that like honky tonk piano. It's yeah, like really yeah. fun to play. And um, but I feel like I moved to Miami. I met Danny and Hylia and I auditioned for his band. And um and we started our band back then and I remember him giving me, you know, a mixed CD. And uh, definitely had like the slackers. I had Toots and the Matles. I had a lot of early ska and rock steady, and um, oof, just really good music. And I feel like it was around my early twenties that I like uh, was like, yeah, my songs work really well in this genre. I kind of like wrote a couple like a reggae song when I met Danny Oxygen. Hmm. I already had Oxygen. I always loved reggae and stuff. My mom really loves reggae and. You know, you grow up in South Florida. It's I don't know if it's like that in Cal. I I know it's actually scratch that. You edit that out. I do know it's like that in California. Sunny places. You know what I mean? Like yeah. ska music kind of just like lives there. You hear it. It's yeah. around. It's yeah. like it's in the air. Um, so yeah, it feels natural for me to still want to play ska and, and write ska songs and and reggae and dance hall you know all of it uh just love it awesome yeah so earlier this year you all had uh some van trouble and yeah. uh so can you sort of fill us in on sort of what was going on and how are things since then and now tell us, tell us papa whatever do you mean <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah um we were driving down the highway uh, 20 minutes east of the Louisiana border. Um, and it was like 8 p.m. at night on a Sunday night, just a regular old, uh, uh, the start to like two days off. Um, or like our first night off, and then we had another night off, and then the ne very next day would be um, playing with our good friends uh, in New Orleans. Joystick. Uh, joystick yeah. And we ended up not having the wonderful two days off that we thought we were going to have. So we were driving and we heard like a pop and we thought it was a tire at first we pulled over and it wasn't a tire. It was um, a hole in the side of our engine, uh -oh. which um, forced us to sleep on the side of the highway that night because we were like, we were in nowhere. We were, we were like, um, like 45 minutes, I think, outside of Tuscaloosa. That was the closest but city. In the opposite band. direction yeah. of us, behind us. And we were, like I said, 20 minutes from Louisiana. And it, was, it was like but... Sunday night. So like already everything was closed, yeah, you know? Right. Oh, so this is so truck, we couldn't get anything. Room. Like I'm a, I'm a, we're a good Sam member, which is like AAA, um, but they just don't have AAA in, in right. New York City for RVs uh, before somebody leaves a comment. Uh, and saying that there is, um, uh, but, um, 
we couldn't we just couldn't get off the side of the highway yeah. uh so we slept on the side of the highway that night which is real rough and uh real scary it was terrifying uh and we woke up the next morning got towed uh, that hour back to tuscaloosa and laid dolly to rest because it was going to be like nine grand basically to get a new engine um that we wouldn't even be able to get for three days and then they'd have to put it in it's just it's not going to happen uh and we um it was suggested uh, to us right away that we should start a kickstarter and all this stuff and honestly that's been one of the most humbling experiences that we've had as as a band um in the first 24 hours people donated over five thousand dollars and it was weird um <laughs> it was amazing you know and it's like you know the ska fans are everywhere it's like such a big small community because right. like it's, it's kind of like one of those like you know you catch people on the sidewalk every now and then or whatever and you're like oh you know it's exciting enough to see a t-shirt uh and but like we're everywhere and the internet has made it possible for all of these people to be around and the support was overwhelming yeah, honestly um people donated like 10 grand to us which is amazing because right. we had to like as a result of losing our, our bus some some people know that we like we have an rv that i are that uh i um what do you call it uh gutted okay. and turned into uh, I, I gutted and renovated it into like a, a tour vehicle that we can sleep in and all six of us slept in there you know we have ladies in the band we like to tour with our puppies you know and it just makes it easier because we all have the same bed every night and and um yeah. it makes us you know tighter as as people uh and we lost that so we lost sleeping arrangements we lost you know refrigeration we lost uh everything so we had to Bobbies. rent vehicles we had to like rent an suv and a minivan which is the only thing we could get because it's again western alabama um <laughs> yeah and, uh, and dude like we had to put all of that on credit cards and then airbnb and it was like in the middle of airbnb being expensive yeah yeah all of the cleaning fees so, on top of that and it's also like you know it's not like you kind of gotta put down for most of them because they're like attached to a house or whatever how many people are staying and that then that makes it even more expensive there's six people staying there yeah. and like um and two dogs and that like even then like narrows it down to where you can stay that was all super expensive that yeah took, that, was a lot. that took like a third of that money uh was just wow. paying the credit cards back yeah um and we kind of sat and waited one of the most important i don't know if we have like paid off the credit cards i mean yet. we just paid that <laughs> some of it chunk, um, yeah. Yeah. A whole lot. Um, but then we ended up in the best place that you can be is with capital um because that's that's like the secret to life is having the money to jump when you need to jump people right. that's like how people don't get out of poverty is that when when the opportunity comes to grow you don't have the means that all these you know pricks have that are like why well, hey, it's so simple you just jump it's like no you don't just jump you you have like all of the the other stuff that you need when yeah. you have to yeah, jump exactly. that a lot of people don't have access to yeah and we were that we had no money for a new vehicle yeah. we were done like we we were we were done yeah <laughs> for real and um and it was great to just like i i can't even tell you it was great that people supported us in the way that they did because we just kept searching craigslist ebay motors you know neighborhood apps all this like stuff just looking for the rv looking for the rv like looking for the right one and we're gonna go and we're gonna get this thing it's gonna be amazing 
And that was it. For the first time ever, we were able to like look at something kind of like decent instead of like my our first RV I paid like 3200 for our second RV I paid two grand for. And then like just rolled the dice and they I got what I got out of them, dude. And this yeah, one right. we were like able to buy something a little nicer, a little yeah. bigger, <laughs> yeah. a little sweeter. It already sleeps six people. Yeah, like, we don't have to renovate it. Yeah, we yeah, will, but we, we don't will. have to do anything right now. Right. But yeah. it it's like 10 years newer than our old bus was. And we were ready because of the fans. Yeah. I really think that like everybody can see how hard y'all work. So it was like a no brainer for like a lot of us. I mean, you know, I, I donated, you know, it was just like a no brainer because I was like, well, I don't like, I can't see this band like not Thank succeed so because they like, they work so hard. They do, they do every, all the stuff, you know, like, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. It is very humbling and it's really, humbling. I love to see it. Yeah. It's yeah. really humbling. It's like, I don't know. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. You know, we do it because we love it, but then like to have like all these people like actually care and, and support us like that, like you supporting us. And I don't know. Oh. It means a lot to us that, that honestly, um, is kind of a, like a highlight of our career. I'm not going to front. It, it, it means that means more to me than anything so far. It's just like having people that actually care enough to like get us out of a situation. Like, you know, um, it was a really fun tour. And then when that happened in the middle of it, like what we're talking about, like Danny and I sink everything into this band. And so do our, I mean, our bandmates too sink their whole lives into it as well with us. I'm, I'm talking more about, you know, like, just whatever we whatever we've gone through it just feels like this is our whole lives and yeah that that would have really set us back really really far and so what everybody did we're just so grateful um because now we can tour this new album and, and get things going <laughs> right on the path i'm like sorry i was like getting a moment here because every time i think about it like it really does it like makes me cry a lot i'm just I'm really grateful for it. I'm really grateful. Well, we're grateful you're still doing it. Don't stop. Yes. Thank you so and much. It's, it's, Thank been, you. it's been one of the, you know, it's been pretty awesome. You know, other bands have had their ba van stolen, you know, things stolen out of their van. And it's been, um, oh, it, we just saw Joystick and I went through the same exact thing with like, clay outside on the sidewalk like crying with him and duck is just like crying with them <laughs> like, oh, these people yeah. are like here for it and it's yeah. like you know that's that that's what's what it's all about you know yeah. we're gonna rise together you know what i mean yeah. like that's what the scotty's about like come on no one wants to see each other hurt at all so, so. uh so danny you were kind of hinting at that sometimes there's like you know, a secret uh, message we pass to other ska fans, maybe a shirt we're wearing. So I, the other, so recently I went to Disneyland and I was wearing a ska band shirt and it happened to say the word ska on it. And the person like, like someone stopped me to go, Oh, is what ska band is that like and asking all these questions just because they saw the word ska they didn't know the band they it wasn't something they recognized and so it was always it was just like this great like secret moment like it's like uh mm -hmm. um you know to be able to tell them like about that band and then like oh check out this band uh now of course i did self-promote my own podcast but let's not be crazy i'm not gonna miss that opportunity but it wasn't the first thing out of my mouth let's say that 
I did <laughs> I did promote the the uh, other bands, and then I was like, and if you want to hear more, here you go. Right. So yeah, it's always great when you sort of like stumble onto a fan in the wild. You know, I always wear ska shirts to Disneyland for that reason. I've had people like run up to me and like skank in front of me because I'm wearing like a shirt that says ska, and I'm like, yeah, dude. Like ska, yeah, forever. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, so um, you do have a new album coming out. Uh, it uh, drops on September 29th, um, and you're releasing it with Jump Up Records. Um, <laughs> uh, um, how did you? Uh, what can you tell us about this album? And how did you get on Jump Up? And give us all the details. <laughs> um. We have always self-released everything, yeah. Um, because really, just our own fear of, of rejection. Um, <laughs> Let's be real now. <laughs> yeah, uh, and um, we're real big DIY people and all of this stuff. And but Money in the Bank was ironically titled because it took all the money we had um, right after moving to New York. New York kicks the shit out of you um, until you like level up to New York. That's right. kind of just the way that it goes. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, Money in the Bank is ironically titled for that reason, because it was just like, okay, here we go. Um, and we kind of were like, it did, it that record did well. And we felt a little bit more confident in like being like, hey, who wants to work with us? And Chuck is really great. And he's got like, you know, um, he's rooted in tradition, but he's also got like one foot on on the new stuff um and he has been so easy to work with he's so awesome he's He's like he's he's so very 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 he is he's so awesome he's easy yeah exactly and he's really passionate too he's super passionate and he doesn't want a lot he's like it's really he really is like a fan and a, and a hard worker and he's got a whole life and, a, and like, you know, and a whole identity separate from jump up, but he loves it, dude. And it shows in what he does. And like, uh, like Ali said, he's been so like wonderful and, and easy and great ideas. Yeah. He's got some really cute stuff uh, yeah. to go along with the record. Um, we re- it's our, it's our COVID record. We recorded it. Um, like we potted with our, with our rhythm section, Jack and Steve, big up, uh uh steve sailor and uh jack good amazing uh dudes who we love to death we kind of like potted with them because jack lived in his studio where we practiced uh and um oh yeah we had the is a weird hermit space yeah we had our we had our own private practice space that we went in on with jack and he lived there and then steve lived with his like retired parents um so he couldn't fuck around and see anybody either uh so like the four of us were in great situation to just kind of meet and write the record together in the room we like ali and i would come in you know kind of with like whatever percentage of of an idea or a song done and we would show them that much and it would grow and evolve and we would come in with like new parts new lyrics new things new recordings new ideas um and once we like we're like all right there's eight here let's let's uh let's record it and we got eric dano um All right, dear yeah. friend uh mr yeah. holophonics himself uh 
who introduced us to Jack and Steve, actually. They're all good little Long Island boys, grew up out, out there listening to uh, Billy Joel. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it, it was more like uh, it was more like Jeff Rosen. Um, <laughs> but, um, uh, we knew we knew Dana because of touring and all this stuff. We moved to New York and needed a rhythm section, and he was like, "Oh, hit up my dudes." And dude, they're they're uh, they're so perfect. They're so wonderful so together. And, so yeah, great. and it was so, so great to come full circle. And Dana, Eric, Dana moved back to New York. Um, and engineered the record so he got to engineer our second record now with these dudes i'm like dude how do you feel like you like you know like facebook commented these two dudes names <laughs> to us a few years ago and now here you are like recording our second record yeah. uh together that's how it can be sometimes you know that's how yeah. it goes so we loved it he was such a fan and um and easy to work with it was like it was a long day too we like did um all day all day all day yeah um but it came out great i'm sorry i'm I'm halfway lying if like in in real detail we did the first two songs uh our two songs off of the record are make the best of it and c are recorded at j agent j's studio uh mm. stabby road uh, in his place and we were actually um the i think band. the first the first band he said it the other day he told me right he did yeah say it? Okay. yeah jay said it we were the first full band to record there uh oh that's hot which is, yeah. Right, just saying. And Stabby Road. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were the first full band to track there. We tracked music. two songs. Neighborhood music. Um, we tracked two songs because we needed a song in a hurry for the Scott Cares compilation that uh, Jump Up did in co collaboration with Supernova. And it was for the Alpha right. Boy School and all that stuff. And we ended up on the same side of a record with Ernest Wranglin, which is very, very weird. Um, and it was like, and we didn't even know because we, we like, as far as we were concerned, we were just submitting a song to a, to a comp. And then we got the comp and it was like, oh, oh my God. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, oh my God. Some heavy hitters. Um, and, but we needed a song for that. So we like, we hit up Jay and he had just started to get the, the studio together. And I was like, dude, I need. Oh, and Jay was also in our pod at the time. Um, oh this right! Was all, like, kind of, this was all we were like, working kind of COVID, on. But all about you know. Well, that was even later on, thankfully. But yeah, like we started seeing Jay. We started seeing Jay because the record started to get a reality, and it was like, hey, we're gonna do this and all this stuff and everything. Yeah. So, um, and uh, yeah, we recorded those two songs there. The the and I mean like the dub plates, all of the rhythm tracks for everything we recorded between his place, uh, Stabby Road, and then the Pencil Factory in Greenpoint with uh, Dano, Eric Dano uh, the other six songs. doing that, the other six songs. And then all of the leads, all of the vocals were recorded here in our apartment. Um, mm -hmm. I'm recording it with my own- And Carol's apartment. Gear, right. And then- and Carol also right. uh, recorded at home in massachusetts yeah partially right. in massachusetts Paris. and partially oh, in, in florida oh in florida right yeah she this is a true quarantine florida. album like wow, wow. It, it, it is yeah. because it was like all right carol here are all the background yeah. harmonies and stuff um right and she did it between two different places because yeah. you know we were all she, she flew with her up you yeah. know she yeah. flew with her gear and yeah and made it happen um and it was great that's all yeah, it, it was all it all like it was a good growthful moment for us because money in the bank like Ali and I kind of just like wrote it in our apartment the two of us it was like right after we came back uh, right after we moved here from Miami and we didn't have anybody and we we went to Jack and Steve kind of with all of money done um 
and uh with these ideas we wanted to work out more of them in the room and do do more of like the live band setup again uh yeah. and they were they were phenomenal with it i and definitely think that you can hear that in this album we worked with the rhythm section you can hear like the cohesiveness and the songwriting um they really complement each other a lot and the arrangements are really tighter because of that and that um is is yeah very very much thankful to the fact that we wrote this together as a band you know awesome yeah it's so, it's so great that the four of us are just like real nerds like real real music nerds and we all come at it from like different places yeah. even because like yeah. ali's like solo piano classical piano i like i really love ska and punk and like but i also love like early jazz and like humongous musical theater fan i like i will not discount how much i love a good broadway show yeah. um and and uh steve and jack both came from different like disciplines jack jack went to school for drums and did everything under the sun that you need to do to be uh like a, you know a, a graduated drummer and steve um studied bass he like knows his instrument for real for real um and it just kind of shows and like we all get to nerd out and like really do things and like i said try to mess around but still within the confines of like this is a pop record <laughs> you know like uh yeah making sure that that's that's always there yeah, yeah scott pop <laughs> awesome. what is the name of the record all this conversation i never and messaging back and forth i was like we never talked about the name what is the name of the record the new record got it got it got, got it, it. Got it. got it we got it. got it there's nice one there's like <laughs> all these <laughs> albums out there uh, got it's an inside joke of our band actually nice. all of our all of our record titles are inside jokes but they're way too long to get into but every single one is <laughs> it's just an actual yeah. inside joke but, but got it is a game that we like a a, a touring game that we play oh. like when we're on the road uh, cool. Yeah, basically a like word association game that you say got it and you're trying to get like someone else to say uh same word as you. So oh. it's kind of a fun Yeah, you game. both you both start so one person starts with an idea and then the other person joins and they both guess a word and then based on that they keep guessing words at the same exact time until you hit the same word together. So it's oh. like a it's a mind meld yeah. kind of a thing where you like want to anticipate where the other person is going to go with the clue that you just fed each other. Mm -hmm. Um and like you know usually dude the the game can take 20 rounds you know the game can take 50 <laughs> rounds um and standing outside of a place on tour because once again um this was like when uh 2021 we had almost all of it recorded but we didn't know what it was going to be called um we were uh, out on the road on that Flo family reunion tour where we went down to florida and stuff like that and things were like still like outdoor dining or like yeah you would order your food and stand outside and that's what we did we ordered our food and we were standing outside and we we're just there jack's like got it i'm like all right got it one two three pineapple and we both just like looked at each other and like everybody kind of just went quiet and we just, like, <laughs> start freaking out and dude we just both said pineapple on the first try Wow. And it yeah. was like you had been together so much that like yeah. your brains your had brains just like melted together. Yeah, and, they were together. You like mind we melted. Like, but it is like that though, but, like on tour. It's like eventually you just become like yeah. you're just you don't even have to say anything yeah. to each other anymore. <laughs> we got it. Pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> All right. we I got love it. that. That's so cool. That's <laughs> awesome. 
So we're going to take a listen to this new song, Ride or Die. What can you tell us about this new song? Ride or Die (laughs) is a love song that I wrote for my Ride or Die. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so lame. But it's very true. I wrote this song uh, about (laughs) Danny. Awesome. All right. You're like it's about my puppy and you know, <laughs> <I'm laughing. laughs> because, because it's like I mean you know it's like that but it, it's also okay I, I will say that like the song has a story as well I mean like we can listen to it um it, it went through like again we wrote this you know it was it was over you know the quarantine that we were all in lockdown and everything like that so um I came up with the idea it's like very much dance hall influenced um i brought it to the boys and they just kind of like locked in on something and then i made them play it five different ways um because <laughs> i said no i don't know if anyone's gonna like it and blah 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 and like i don't know about this rhythm and everything Dude, and every time we tried I- it ska we tried it reggae we tried it slippers <laughs> we tried it fast we tried like, it slow it needs to we tried it it needs to be two-tone now and they were just like dude ali please like yeah. Just let it be the way the it was. Three of us, yeah. They like they, from the beginning. We're like, no dance hall, no dance. Which hall. is how I wrote it. Yeah. Which is how I intended the song to be. Right. But anyway, it's very dance hall influenced. I've been listening to a lot of artists as well, like, you know, dance hall artists and um, and female artists and female reggae and ska lately. Um, and so I feel like this is my uh, homage to that. And um, yeah, and I love my rhythm section for making me stick with my original idea not second guessing myself <laughs> awesome um, anyway. uh is this the first time that this song is being heard by the general public yes unless <laughs> unless you've been to one of our shows right. okay uh, recently <laughs> yeah um, but we are heard very of, far away <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely haven't so <laughs> no, i don't think so we but we yes didn't... so if you've uh, been to a live show recently you may have heard this song. Well, then we're ex- excited to uh, premiere it. I guess we'll say that. Premiere. Uh, totally. R- yeah. Ride or Die uh, from Stop the Presses. Let's take a listen. Here we go. Finally free, but I wake up in the morning, I am. Maybe I'll get down when the 
Oh my gosh. And you know what? I do. I mean, I follow y'all and I have heard like little pieces of this, like in like the, you know, your like reels and stuff. So I'm like, I'm just so happy to actually have heard the, like the entire thing. God, I've been a little bit curious. I mean, I listened to your music too and I'm like, that must be new. So that is, that is <laughs> so awesome. It's giving me some like push and shove vibes if i'm allowed to make that no doubt comparison i don't know if i'm allowed to but as long as they see it as a positive <laughs> i don't know I, I i don't think that's like a very popular no doubt album but like Dude, have you, know. you seen that song live push and shove live it is so good without like the massive amount of production that's on the record like yeah them it like a band is so sick yeah uh, i know yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. good. I like but, that. Yeah, yeah, I like that song. Um, both push and shove and ride or die. <laughs> no, uh, I like ride or die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ride or die for ride yeah. or die. It definitely, so. yes. Um, yeah, I can't imagine that not being a dancehall record. So it, like, <laughs> I don't know. It seemed to fit, and obviously, I don't know. I didn't hear the other versions, but that version was great. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, I don't know if you can trust my full opinion of whether you or not should release should... an EP of all the different versions. After. We talked about that. We have talked yeah. about it because we did demo them all. Like that was the other thing about like um, the rehearsal space that we have is very small. So we all like practice with headphones actually. Like everything is like everything's in the board. 
So it makes, actually, it's really cool. So you can record and demo all of your rehearsals and stuff like that really easy. And like, yeah. um, so we probably do have some of those versions, <laughs> but it just, it, yeah, you know, sometimes you just um, trust your instincts. You know, you can't overthink it. Yeah. I think I'm guilty of doing that sometimes. I mean, we all are, you know. Yeah. Then, I wonder. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like that's the other thing that's fun. Like you, like you said, you know, if you have the space, if you are all really good into musicians, your friends, yeah. and it's not going to be a big deal. Like, so what? Try a different. I am guilty of like constantly changing the keys of everything. I'm like, you know what? I know we record all these things, but like, wouldn't it be cool if it was like a little bit higher? And then everyone's like, yeah. oh. I want to strangle you and i'm like well come on like and then going back also to what we were talking about earlier is like you were saying about the parties and stuff like yeah we do play a lot with these with our friends you know and yeah. we do like you know we do the wedding or events and stuff like that just extra we're constantly playing music together so it is like it is really cool to be playing with our musician friends that so we can just uh experiment with with things all the time you know awesome yeah, definitely. Uh, so you all are heading to the UK in November. What can you tell mm -hmm. us about that? And is this the first time as a band you've gone? Yeah, it is. We're going to play on the Specialized Fest. We did it uh, during the quarantine. The big one. The big one nine. And um, we did like a live stream. Right. And so um, we've, we're really excited to go out and and play the festival this is our first time in the uk like as a band and then also like it's our first time as a, as a couple or as, as a people, people as a people uh, i've never been i've never yeah. been yeah do you uh so you're so you're <laughs> just playing your accent maybe no, i have a friend that would know me right now so you, you're going out do you're that going, <laughs> so you're going out there for the festival but are you taking any sort of like vacation time to do other things or is it just fly out there and fly right home uh, yeah i think fly it's out just there to play. yeah fly out and fly home um it's, really cool. yeah yeah it's, we're, still, really it's cool. still cool yeah. yeah still really cool we teach our instruments and i also like do gear repair um here in, in the city and uh you know we have to be you know <laughs> adults well, that's, sometimes that's season. Yeah. like we try to like we try to take off like seasonally you know what yeah. i mean and so like and that because then the the festival is in the beginning of november really we get off of work the end of november and then like half of december is off for right. us as well and like a little bit of january so yeah. it's like uh, the, the timing is a little right. tricky but you know we're doing that in the very next weekend we're doing slack fest in chicago um yeah which is really really rad and you know that's that's all that's all time and those are big shows like we can do that and that'll be that'll that'll be real nice yeah. yeah awesome what do you like most about the ska scene right now i mean we kind of touched on it uh sort of with maybe your van your van situation about yeah. how helpful mm -hmm. but uh aside from that blah 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 um <laughs> aside from that uh is what else excites you about the ska scene right now the sound like the new tone, the idea, like like all the different bands being influenced by so much music, so much different ska and punk or pop or whatever it be. Um, I really like like all of the you know, are like contemporaries, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, 
that are, you know, and half past two and everything like that, you know, I like, um, I've shared your guys' music before to people and I like, um, yeah, I like that the sound that it has, I feel like it's of our generation and it's like, um, it's really cool. It's the community that we were just talking about, you know? Um, yeah, so that's what, what excites me the most about it right now. You also told me that you're starting a, a sci-fi movie podcast or, or it's already up, it's already up and going, right? You've already put the out. first two episodes are out. Um, yeah, it's called the Super Science Adventure Cast. Uh, it's a movie podcast where Ali and I do like deep dives using this rating system that we came up with. We, re- we rate movies up to a maximum of six points in each of six categories. It is the story, which is like the elevator pitch, like plot of the movie. Sure. Is this worth? Is this worth making? Then the script that is you know based on that kernel then the direction that the director and cinematography uses on that script, then the actors, you know, are their performances any good of all of those things that are put in front of them? And then you've got like production, which is like set design costumes, uh, all of those like movie making junks, you know, vehicles, all that stuff. And then the last one is like effects, which is like all of the layers, like the Photoshop layers, what I call like the Photoshop layers on the movie, which is like special effects, practical effects, even the scoring, sound uh, editing, whether people chew too loud, you know, on on uh, on, on it, um, and it, and it fucks with my misophonia, you know, like. Uh, uh, so like you can get six points in each of those six categories for a total of 36 and then we take our scores and we average them and there'll be like a running list of like the better and worst uh sci-fi movies superhero movies comic book movies and then fantasy adventure um it's like a little specific to those things but those in themselves kind of have like the scott treatment which is that that's like an overarching sure. umbrella into which a lot of raindrops fall. Sure. Um, are, are you both big fans of sci-fi? I guess like I that, yeah. that's what yeah. I want to know. Like, yeah. <laughs> of all three of those, we both like uh, like uh, what he's saying: sci-fi, uh, you know, fantasy, adventure, and comic book movies. Like Danny and I eat that stuff up. We both like really like movies. Uh, sure. Even just like meeting each other. Like my parents owned a movie store when I was a kid, so I watched movies my entire yeah. life. Wow. Yeah. So. And and then Danny also when we met we just were like oh my god you seen this you seen that and so I was like you know on top of loving so much mutual music it was that as well but um yeah we like just started this rating system of like just watching movies and being like oh this is such a trash movie but I just love it you know and yeah. so we came up with I this. love this about this movie even though this sucks yeah and we started to talk about it kind of like in those like specificish terms and then I like I you know I. Dude, just give me a microphone and watch me go. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I love to talk so much. Um, and I love to talk shit. I really love to talk shit. And uh, yeah, this was like a really fun thing that like, like I said, we watch all kinds of different movies and all this, but I, I, I love sci-fi. Sci-fi is uh, one of my real great loves, even in, in literature and all that stuff. I love reading um, uh, weird you know, fantasy and weird fiction and, and all that. And I, I love it in movies. I'm a really big fan. I'm also a big fan of like the allegorical language, you know, that that is 
portrayed in a lot of sci-fi concepts and a lot of superhero concepts like the whole x-men you know being uh a metaphor for for civil rights and you know a lot of like early sci-fi movies being about like you know uh you know um, going with the masses or being fed things you know by by uh bad actors you know or even yeah. once again metaphors about civil rights and seeing yeah. people yeah. other as yourself yeah um totally. are really great lessons and they're just like uh it's also just like it's a great category of of where movies can be bad and be good yeah like, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it that's, that's true yeah definitely where you're like oh i love this movie so much but it's just you know but, yeah you no know. you're <laughs> yeah. like the script or the acting or the whatever it is or the story that you're like yeah this is so anyway so we that's how so i cool. feel about like electric barbarella and stuff like that i'm like yeah. oh like it's bad okay. but like i always am like it makes me laugh like i'll show it to my <laughs> friends and i'm like this is so good i'm like laughing right now yeah. but okay wait do you watch sci-fi like shows yeah yeah Okay, so I, I won't get too deep into it, but I feel like I have to ask because nobody else has watched the show except for me and my friend Ray. Do you like the show Dark? Uh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that either. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Just watch it. It's on Netflix. It's in German. You won't care. Your head will spin. I remember. Oh my gosh. I'm out. Okay. If, I, if I have to read, I'm out. <laughs> oh, they, it's, take, it's dubbed you, it's, oh, okay. you can watch the dub yeah. but like, I take recommendations I take yeah, recommendations yeah, okay. yeah. we're not doing shows on the show yet uh, or maybe I was just wondering if you had watched it because yeah. I feel like um, I would be remiss and my if Ray listens to this they're going to be like why didn't you ask them if they've watched her because we literally but like we'll be at shows and we'll just bug people like so have you have you watched Dark we talked about this last time we, I saw you and the people are like no, I have not. Will you please leave me alone? But yeah. Um, anyway, that's what I wanted to ask. That. <laughs> yeah, so we um, we've done the first two episodes, or the first two episodes are out. The first one is the movie Evolution from two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Duchovny, oh. uh, Orlando Jones. Yeah. Um, it's like a comedy, yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted <laughs> that would be like low. Your stress. smile says it all. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was silly. It was like it's a bad movie. Right. That's, it's a bad movie, but it was like. I love it. It's a comedy and I love comedies a lot, but I, um, I wanted to pick something that was also like, I wasn't going to ruin it by like doing our first episode on something that I was like, damn, and now I really hate how the first episode turned out, but I can't redo like an important movie, you know? Um, but it turned out really good, especially because like I hadn't seen it in a few years, but I remember like 13 year old Danny loved this fucking movie. Like thought it was, (laughs) the best thing ever mm-hmm. and you know i've watched it like you know s- several times since then but probably honestly not in like seven years yeah and oof you know 2001 <laughs> was uh oof. was a yeah. fun time for movies we were like right after uh on you know i think the first two american pies had come out and like we were really talking to boys uh a lot <laughs> oh, um yeah. at, at that time sure. and this movie is like you know, false prey to that a little bit. It's not, it's uh, still not as bad as like Scooby-Doo was for that. Um, or like some other stuff, you know, along those lines, but it is, it was still. Are movies like Scooby-Doo off limits for your, for your podcast? I'm sorry. I said, are movies like Scooby-Doo like off limits for this podcast? Or is that, would you consider that as like a sci-fi film? Absolutely. That's Um, definitely fantasy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm like purely thinking of like, 
Well, yeah, it has ghosts. Well, I, would, so. I would stretch it to to do so because part of what happens in Scooby Doo is that they're always used to it being a guy in a mask. Yeah. And this time it's like evil spirits, actual evil spirits, and they don't know what to do with themselves. So yes, <laughs> that would that yeah. would fit in. So it's um, kind of like the show, no, but that movie, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Right. Um, so there's like all kinds of like fun stuff about that. Like we were talking about what was it the other day? Is Death to Smoochie a sci-fi yeah. fantasy adventure Death. movie in any way, shape, or form? Death to Smoochie. I don't think I've I don't think I've seen it. Oh! You, were saying you were saying a it's a really horror dark. Flick. You were saying a horror. Yeah, flick. it's pretty dark. Hold it's on. Now I've got, I've got to get it in my brain because I I just need. Now you're gonna have to watch it. Oh, you really nah. should watch that movie. Okay. It's phenomenal. Oh, uh, I have seen this. This is a while ago too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mostly I see it as like a dark comedy. Yeah. Like that's yeah, that's really why I'm like I'm, I'm I I just want to talk about that movie. So maybe we'll start a second podcast about <laughs> dark comedies. <laughs> uh, it's your podcast, to sh- and you can talk yeah. about anything you want. Let's like, talk about like here, we're talking about movies, and this is a ska yeah. podcast. So they're like, "Hey, get on with the ska!" And I'm you're like, talking to ska people about sci-fi movies, things so outside of I that. So I just have one question when it comes to the movies, and this is always hard every time I ask it on any sort of whether it's music or or movies or you know even theme parks, whatever what is maybe one of your most loved science fiction movies? And I don't mean you love to hate it. I just mean you actually legitimately think it's a good movie. Like what? Love it, impressed by it? Yeah. Um, Well, the episode we just did, Tenet, was like, is is a big one for me right now. I love time travel. Okay. Um, Oh, you'll love dark. You'll love dark. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I probably will because I'm obsessed with the idea of time travel. Yeah. And and that one was like really interesting look at it. And then um Interstellar was another one that I was just I know Danny hates that movie. So bad. And I, I, I liked like, that movie. I know people didn't like I, <laughs> I really liked it too. I really liked it. I really it, liked it. Yeah, it had there a lot a of potential. That, it just didn't seem to There were some moments. That's what I mean. That's and the problem that's with the that's podcast. The, that's the problem like, with Christopher Nolan. Parts of that movie <laughs> that are I know conceptually right. good, but, execution wise, it's like oh god, yeah. Um, yeah. The the idea behind it is great, but as I say in the podcast, it's like a big old bag of movie stuff. There's just right. like way too much movie stuff thrown at that movie, um, and I like. But I just don't care about the reveal at the end when they get there. I'm don't not get, like invested. In don't ruin it because I still kind of want to watch Tenet. So, um, no, no, Tenet, I love no, Tenet. Oh, Tenet. Really? I'm talking about Interstellar. Oh, Interstellar yes. was a humongous disappointment. Tenet was phenomenal. It's the best movie that Christopher Nolan has made. But because, like, the way that the story is written, he gets out of his own way. Like, the things that he does wrong in a lot of other movies, he doesn't even have to cover in Tenet. Because it's all like right now. It's all happening right now in the course of a couple of days. And he doesn't have to deal with character development or people's motives as much. Right. The emergency is such that um, it just needs to happen. And the whole movie is about it happening. And it's really good <laughs> for that. Awesome. I'll, I'll yeah, that check it out. I'll check that out. Okay, awesome. before you move on Jurassic to Scott Park, Sorry, my, my answer is Jurassic Park. Oh, okay, um, there you go. And I think for an old one, probably like Alien for me. Yeah, both great choices. Both, yeah. yeah. Before you move on to Scott Picks, because I do see that is the next thing on the thing, I have my own one question, and it's for Allie. Um, 
I am weird, I guess. And I often notice people's uh, look this these days. And uh, one of the things I really admire about you is that, like, you have, like, a look. You have, like, um, kind of, like, a style, I guess. Um, and I just want to know if you were, like, specifically influenced by anybody or if you feel like this is just your own thing or, like, you know, how do you go about like picking out all your outfits and stuff. Cause I think about that stuff a lot, but I love it. Like, I think it's so much fun. So I love that question actually. Cause I love fashion so much. Yeah. I think I go through like eras and I think like for whatever thing right now I'm on is like a nineties Marissa Tomei, like meets like Italian lady in the city kind of deal that I'm living out my whole sex in the city life right now. I love um, it. I You're always all so punky right now. Yeah. But, but it's like, I'm going for this whole, like, I'm trying to really live out my Mediterranean roots right now. So <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I'm doing like this whole Marissa Tomei, like, you know, my cousin Biddy kind of um, is inspiration. I actually love all the 90s makeup, though, right now, though, too. Um, so I feel like I'm, I'm a pretty trendy bitch, you know? Like, I definitely feel like I like to follow the trends. Um, but, you know, I know it works for me. And I'm not going to, like, change my... Like I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna do what fits for me. So that I see the '90s thing. I see the '90s things, but but you make it your own, and like that's what I really appreciate punk. about it. I'm still yeah. punk, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you, thank you it, so much. Yeah, no, of course. I was like, I I've been I've been wanting to ask you just like in the background, and I was like, oh, we're we're gonna be with self presses. So like, I just wanted to also just point that out because I just feel like. That is something I don't think everybody needs to think about that. I'm not saying like it's a must, but like I just I notice that I want you to know that I know Aww. I notice. And um yeah, so thank you, thank you so fun. much. I feel like okay, I'm not gonna lie, like so I guess a lot of thought goes into what I'm gonna wear for shows and, and stuff like that. But I also think that when I overthink things. I don't like my outfits as much. So oh, if I overthink it or if I go a little too cuckoo, you know, you're not going to feel comfortable, you know? So I'm always trying really hard to be authentic and just be like a little bit of like, you always get like, you just need a little bit of don't like, I have to a little bit not care about what I'm doing in order (laughs) to be (laughs) in order to play and be myself. Yeah. yeah. Well, it yeah. works so well for you. I just oh, like, thank it's you awesome. so much. Thank That's you. Awesome. I appreciate that. Great and I like question. to experiment. So yeah, yeah that was awesome. a good question. Definitely. I lo- <laughs> and I love your outfits too. I'm always looking at your outfits. Your outfits are always so cute. Um, gosh, well, you had this one on last week that was just uh, very adorable dresses. You always find really, really cute dresses. You yeah. And, um, Andy from the Fuss always have the cutest like vintage dresses or I don't know where you guys are shopping. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, just a lot of times we're using stuff, but yeah, it's fun. And that's why I'm saying like, I just, I noticed it and I just wanted to point it out because I'm like, I love this. Like I'm eating Aww. it up. 
Like, what can I do that Allie's doing because it works so well and she looks so cute. So Aww, um, anyway, I think it also like lends to the stop the presses, like everything, you know what I mean? And um, and both of you, uh, what's the name of your your Carol. other Carol. singer? Carol. Yeah, Carol's got great style too. And so, she yeah, she does. And you know, it's like, again, it's like, playing with these people and just being so synced that sometimes like we coordinate most of the time. It's like, what do you wear? I'm going to do this. All right. That's cool. Let's do this. Blah, blah, blah. But like, um, sometimes we don't talk about it. We're just busy or whatever. We just show up. Like we showed up to the ABBA thing and we just like, we looked perfect together. And some, and that's also like really cool. I always tell Carol, she's got a great sense of style that I'm just like, girl, you got to do you, you know what I mean? Again, it's like, She's kind of got this like goth edge, and I'm I'm here for it. We call it goth ska. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you, gonna like goth, you gonna wear goth ska tonight? And oh, and you know, and she'll awesome. come in with a harness or something like that. It's so it's so hot. And um, yeah, and I love I love her style. Again, it's just like her, you know, and it's cool. And I think you have your own style too. I, I love it. Everybody, everybody, uh, it's part of I, I think it's part of the stage thing. And I think the boys do their thing too. The boys do their thing. One of the things about Rude Girl Review that I like is you kind of like, you could see everybody's like individual oh, like totally. style sort of like sprinkled over it, but like it all still is like very cohesive and goes together. So whenever I see you all together, obviously you have Rude Girl Review as my heart, but like. Oh, can't wait yeah. to have you back again. We can have you come in on, on a song. For Go sure. Yeah. I can't wait to see all, all of y'all again too. So, but. Great question, Tara. I appreciate it. That was a good job. I see. That's the thing. Uh, there. That's even why having RJ on. That's why I always try to pick people. You don't think RJ on. picks up on people's style? What are you trying to say? No. I. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. I don't think he. I don't think he does. I think in that area he's like me. But I'm just saying, like different perspectives, <laughs> different interests, part of the scene. You know, so that's more what I meant. And so Tara should be more Tara, maybe you need another host. Another <laughs> I am like an honorary host of first the of all, show, yeah, that's Tara sure. is very much an honorary host and producer of this show. Uh not so yeah. much in twenty twenty two has been less Tara. Um and that's not by intention by any means, but um and uh but I have tried this podcast originally was supposed to have Tara as the regular host. Uh, so I have tried. I tried. Um, but apparently she wanted to be a mom. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm saying, a mom. I'm in a ska band. You yeah. know, and it's takes up tomorrow. You, you guys could, you, you all could launch Ska Morning America and I would watch it every day. <laughs> Uh, oh, so may, maybe maybe that needs you know we both i i kind of want to do a twitch thing so maybe that's our twitch thing scott morning america, <laughs> scott morning america. it starts at 5 a.m when we start only if we can play music videos you know that's my secret passion is scott music videos so. i i think i think that would be i think uh i think that'd be awesome all right yeah you're so, on to something danny so now we're gonna take our idea and then make I can do the cooking segments <laughs> the cooking that'd be a ska cooking that'll be great because uh, i that is not my skill at all so uh mm-hmm. all right so uh before we head out we do of course have ska picks of the week uh ali why don't you tell us about your ska pick oh i picked from uh hans gruber and the diehards uh no no bronto 
I just love this band so much, and I love this tune. All right, let's check out uh, Hans Gruber and the Diehards with No No Bronto. Yeah, I had no idea about the story behind this song until the creation of this song. I had no idea. RJ's, it's educational. Yeah, it's educational. Skacational? <laughs> uh, Skacational? Is that nope? Tara's giving me a no. Uh, she's like, nope. That's because uh, I think you and Max are. If ska puns are happening, you and Max are the official. I think deciders of of whether or not it works or or not. Um, <laughs> So, because they have that conversation. Uh, Scheducational. Scheducational. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, Danny, what about your Scott pick? Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, I really liked um, Rhoda Dakar's uh, new take on this song, man. It was like a ton of fun to hear. I'm like a big fan uh, to begin with of the man who sold the world i love david bowie uh to death and um i love the nirvana version and i love this new version it like uh like you said before tara like the ska cover dude why not yeah they've been doing it literally since the beginning um they were and it's like so cool to hear uh a one drop i really love that two four bass drum uh and it it's so cool because not everything works not everything works but a lot of things do do real real good with with that rhythm and this one works good it's good 
It's good. It works. <laughs> it works for sure. All right. That's what makes a good ska cover too. Is like if the song, if it's just a good song. Sure. You know? Right. Um, I do. I would argue that some songs are made better when they're made ska. And one hundred percent. Uh-huh. 100. I think uh, so, too. <laughs> and then, uh, That's been a great compliment to us about uh, Dead Man's Party. People have, like... My yeah. kids listen to your version enough, of Dead Man's enough Party. Enough people have that. said that... Yeah, <laughs> enough people have said that that's their definitive Dead Man's Party now, and I'm just like, dude, thank you. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is a good version. And, uh, yeah, so let's... Uh, so my Scott, I almost forgot my own Scott pick. I was about ready to end this whole thing. Uh, you ask me. I know, right? I was just like, we don't matter. Um, all right, so my ska pick is from the uh, from a band up north, at least north to uh, America. Uh, Rude City Riot. Uh, they're from Canada. This is a song called "The Castle." It's from uh, their latest album, "Shady Schemes and Molotov Dreams." And uh, yeah, let's check out "The Castle." band i like this song i like the album that it's off of and uh tara you were on the episode where i think i had just recently discovered this this would have been like early 2000 or 2020 uh right before the pandemic you were on an episode and uh we talked about this band and uh yeah they're a good band uh from canada rude city riot Um, well i'm glad they're still doing stuff yeah they yeah um all right tara tell us about your ska pick i picked um this song took my love by the capsules uh they are a sort of like they're not like local they're from bakersfield but like they're in california i saw them open this last weekend their drummer crease is like all over the place he plays drums for the agrolytes now he plays drums for a lot of people he's a really great drummer anyway this is the only song the Capsules have on Spotify, unfortunately, but you can listen to them, more of their songs on Bandcamp. Um, but they have two singers. One of them is Crease's wife. And I just thought they were so special when I saw them on um, Saturday. So I wanted to give them a little shout out and play some of their music.
that's a good song. Song. Yeah. 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 They're so they were so good. <laughs> I was just so happy to like see them actually live because Creased, Creased, of course, like I said, he plays in lots of other bands, but it was funny because he always talks about his band, the Capsules, and then like I met to see them, and then COVID happened, and like they haven't really been playing. So yeah. Anyway, they're really good. Well, Allie and Danny, thank you for joining us this week. We appreciate it. Thank you for letting us premiere a song and sharing all the uh, cool stories about the album. We appreciate it. And um, where can people find out more information? What's the best resource people can check out uh, to hear about um, all things Stop the Presses? The New York Times. No, I'm kidding. That's, <laughs> no, that's not the answer. Good morning, America. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Scamerica. Scott yeah. <laughs> morning, Scamerica. Um, I feel like, you know, the socials, Instagram, Stop the Presses Music, uh, Twitter, Stop Presses, uh, TikTok is Stop the Presses Music, and Facebook is stop presses music and uh <laughs> but i i do think you could also go to our website stoppressmusic.com and you can also see news and everything there and you can also um check in with jump up records as well and go like follow and subscribe uh for all news presses so new album got yeah. it is out got it got it is out uh oh almost read something else uh it's September 29th. Uh, and uh, how is that? Is it going to be, is it going to be physical media? Is it just streaming or what's happening? Yeah, baby doll. Um, we're going to have a colored 12 inch in a sexy sleeve. We're going to have CDs available. There uh, will be digital anywhere that CD baby puts out their music. So like basically anywhere you listen to music, Spotify, Apple, um, SoundCloud, YouTube, Deezer, uh, wherever. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So it'll be streaming, physical. Awesome. Um, and we'll be doing some shows this fall. So definitely check out those links um, to find out our touring schedule. And you can buy an album from us. You can also, you can get it on Bandcamp. Um, I don't know if they're doing Bandcamp Fridays anymore. They stopped it, right? Over the summer? I, I think yeah, but I, there was one last week. So, or I mean, last month. And so I, I think feel they like skip July, but I, I think, think they, yeah. Oh, okay. So I didn't know they did one. Yeah. There was one recently because I, everybody was like, it's Bandcamp Friday again. Yeah. Right. Cause um, July I knew they didn't do it. So yeah, maybe it's August. All right. So, but that's, that's one, that's a wonderful way that your listeners can support artists like us. And this yes. God community. Yes. Uh, because they don't take any shares. And if you, you know, buy the physical albums, of course it helps like bands like us like stay afloat. Um, although, you know, if you want to Spotify and share it with friends or you know, listen to it on Apple. Um Yeah, that's yeah. that's generally how I function. Like I'll buy buy some physical version of yeah. the album, but I then stream it ninety percent of the time after that. <laughs> so, yeah. Most that's... most artists just want you to listen to the music. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I will say I do buy people's records. Oh, and yeah. your, I have half past two. I love listening to vinyl. I mean, I don't think that there's any other way. And cassettes as well. I'm like eating it up right now. I definitely want to get this record on cassette. Um, it's great. Chuck is a big cassette person. So oh, I'm sure he'll make you put it on cassette even if you don't want to. So. We have a cassette sampler 
that some people got their hands on. It was like a DJ exclusive cassette sampler that had mm-hmm. the four singles on it. And it sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. The bass response on magnetic tape is so good. And I forgot like how yeah. fucking great it is. And for reggae ska, it is so good on the low end. Yeah, especially the early, like, like you know, the early capsules kind of stuff. Yeah. All right. <laughs> just ask, ask Chuck because Chuck loves cassette. I he just does. So do it. I'm. I'll buy a stop the presses. Got it. Cassette. I will. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and then scar. Uh, cars will start manufa- being manufactured with cassette tapes in them. <laughs> all again. because <laughs> all because ska brought back cassette tapes. It'll, that that'll be uh, our impact on the world. It'll be great. All right, yeah. um, listeners, thank you for hanging out. We appreciate it. And until next time, keep listening to Ska. You've been listening to On the Upbeat. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get all the new episodes as soon as they're available. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at On the Upbeat Ska. Follow our Spotify playlist. Ska Favorites, it features all the songs heard on the show. Please consider joining our Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash ska to sign up today. And thank you for supporting On The Upbeat.